Hi, everyone, and welcome to AB Conversations, where we will help you CFP your way out of it, a podcast where you get into the minds of a couple certified financial planners on how we think and feel about everyday financial planning questions and what should really matter most to you. A healthier financial life starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to AB Conversations, starring my favorite I was looking around. You said, hey, everybody. I thought there yeah. was other people on this no. Zoom with us. This is, I don't know. I was trying something different. Hey, everybody <laughs> listening. Let me introduce oh. you to my favorite co-host, Adam P. Warner. You know what's funny? I completely forgot that people listen to these. I thought this was just for us. I didn't make that connection when you said everybody. Like, oh, there's other people that listen to these things. I think so. Devin tells us the numbers are up. Good point. Good point. So... Without further ado, let's jump right in. So today we're gonna we're gonna talk about as much as I love bantering, Ben. People aren't here for that. Let's uh, the the topic today is financial independence. Um, it's a topic that's come up a fair amount recently with with some clients of ours, um, and we'll just kind of set the table with what that actually means, and I guess give some context as to what role that we can kind of play in helping figure that out for people. Yeah. Um, let's just start there. Financial independence. Right. So this is one of my favorite ones because I think, again, when we are defining the work that we do, the, the easy way to describe it, you know, if you're in the profession is we help people reach their goals. And then you talk to people about it like, well, I don't necessarily have goals because when somebody starts asking you, like, what does that goal mean? When do you want to retire? How much money do you need? People may don't, maybe they don't think of it that way. So when we say or hear people talk about financial independence, I think it's been best described by one of our, our favorite kind of leaders in the industry, Carl Richards, as you're trying to get to some sort of desired end state, right? And it's the having the financial means to then do what that desired end state really means to you, right? And I'll just pause yeah. there. I think, I think it can be that simple. Yeah, I think like the, the simplest part in my head is if, if you didn't need to go earn any money, like financially, you didn't have to worry about things, what would you be doing with your time and your life? Right. Let's figure out what is it going to take to get you to that point financially then? So really the goal isn't, I want to retire by 65. The goal is I want to have the freedom of time to chase around my grandkids. I want to be yes. in good health so that I can do this sort of traveling with my spouse or you know, with my sister, we want to go see these things. It, whatever that is, it's the yeah. purpose. It's the purpose behind the financial plan that is what we really need to understand and talk about. So that way you can kind of align things to it. So yeah, yeah I like the way that you put it. It should be defined as I don't really have to do anything more to fill my day with the things I want to fill it with. And yeah. for some people that's an age, some people it's not, right? I'll turn it to you. We've heard it a little bit more frequently in like the fire movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fire is financial independence, retire early. F I R E. The yeah. idea there being, yeah, it's, it's, it's for that younger generation who wants to not feel like they have to work until 62 or 65 or whatever full retirement age, 67 to be able to feel like they have all of what they need financially to be able to just stop working at some point sooner than later. 
Yeah. And let's not just put it all in the camp of like the math of what's the lump sum you need to like have all this income coming to you. Financial independence, maybe for some people is they're still earning some amount of income, but maybe it's, right. it's kind of understanding that they either don't have to be doing a certain job, don't need to be doing certain activities to earn that. Um, maybe it's passive income. I think maybe we can get into like the different ways that financial independence happens. Mm -hmm. um, but I think first and foremost, it's to recognize that it is some sort of definition of what is the purpose behind that money so that getting to that point is really the focus and not necessarily all the financials leading up to it. Right. That's fair. So I don't know, let's pivot to maybe the second part of this conversation is financially independent would mean different things to different people, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. go ahead. I, so the, the most recent example, we, we are meeting, meeting with somebody new and to him, it was a, a lump sum dollar amount. If I had X amount of dollars, that would give me the freedom to not have to worry about having to go to work to continue to earn what I'm earning now, right? If I have this lump sum, that will produce some yeah. sort of income that'll kick off some dividends or maybe I just, you know, I, I, I use it as I need it. But it's, it's the freedom for him was to feel like he could do what he wanted with his time, whether that was continuing to work, if, he, if that was something he wanted to do, start new businesses, start new endeavors yeah. and feel like failure wasn't, I was going to say failure wasn't an option, but failure wouldn't have negatively impacted the family right. finances and his, his well-being. Yeah, it's the freedom of thought at that point. It's the freedom I would hope from some sort of misplaced stress, right? And as you were saying that, I'm kind of remembering, and I don't know if you would remember this, but it was, it was uh, Voya's predecessor, ING, that had that commercial. Mm -hmm. Had to be like, I don't know, early 2000s. Yeah. Where their commercial really was kind of around this financial independence thought where you had different mm -hmm. people walking down the street and they all had a different number floating around their head. And that's yeah. kind of the idea. Depending on what, you know, the, the desired end state was for each of those different people, they certainly have a different number that's going to be associated to the income that needs to be produced to do what I want to do, right? right? That's a great example of how like an asset level was going to define that or should define mm -hmm. that for certain people. Yeah. And, and for others, I think we certainly have clients that have rental properties or investment properties or something along those lines. And then ultimately it's how, how many of these do I need to have to get to the level of income where I don't have to go work, right? Right. These properties that now I own, or at least I'm paying on, are paying me to meet my expenses. And so ultimately, I guess in my head, that's part of what it comes back to is your own individual situation. What do you need to meet your basic living expenses? And yeah. then the way to go about that, it's, it's all preference and situational based off of, you know, that particular person's, um, you know, what, what, what do they want to see in their life? Yeah. And I, so I'd give the third example then I know assets, income, those kind of can come together. What comes first, yeah. the chicken the egg, but it, mm -hmm. it also could be the activities. You know, I know we've brought it up in different podcasts too. Maybe the, the retire early again is to get to some sort of financial independence. It doesn't mean I can never work again. It just means that I can now do different activities. You know, maybe I, now I can flip from my full-time job to consulting. Maybe right. I can go from teaching in the classroom under these conditions to I'll be an ad, adjunct professor, right? I, I'm just, I'm adjusting 
I'm financially independent enough that I can adjust the way that I earn income um, to better fit this next phase of my life. Yeah, it's the freedom of choice, right? But to be able to choose to do the things that you want to do on your terms, whether that's, you know, earning income in a, in a less stressful job than maybe the one that you've had as your kind of quote unquote career, just, just being able to, and we certainly see it with clients as they are getting much closer to retirement, not necessarily, you know, super early. We're not talking like forties and early fifties, which is that kind of that fire movement of being able to retire way earlier than I think most people kind of wrap their minds around. That's yeah. certainly a, a goal to shoot for, but as people get closer to retirement, um, just feeling like the freedom to move from what may feel a lot more demanding, a lot more stressful, and just choosing to do something that gives them maybe more satisfaction and just more happiness in their day-to-day lives. Yeah, and I think that would maybe be a good way to kind of focus on the third part of this conversation, you know, not just what it is and how it's different for different people, but why does it matter, right? And I think stress is a really big, important one. Um, right? So it's not misplaced with, you know, I got to be at work, or I got to do this, these activities for financial reasons. But I would also hope, you know, financial independence can be defined for some people as you don't really got to worry about what's going on in the market. Right? It goes back to how we've structured that income or that asset level to go, hey, it's our job to pay attention to that long term. But anything that's happening in the next three to six months, the next 12 to 18 months, the next four years, however people like kind of frame it in their mind, this, you are financially independent, right? This money's now aligned to your desired end state enough that you don't have to stress these headlines in the way that other people might. Yeah. And so we've also, what, what just popped into my head, we've, we've been around enough people where the conversation, when we feel, or at least we can kind of prove based off of their situation that they do have that freedom the the conversation or the decision is often you have enough money to meet your needs that you don't have to take additional investment risk but by the way you have everything you need so you can take additional investment risk and it's still not going to affect you so again it's six of one half a dozen of the other which would you prefer would you rather just not have any risk knowing that what you have is enough or because you can't outspend what you have there's no reason not to take more risk and, and leverage that in some other way, depending on what their values are. Yeah. And that's where I like the, like the definition as, you know, I can't, I don't want to say can't fail, but the likelihood of something bad happening that negatively impacts, right. Your financial independence has gone dramatically down. Right. right. And we know that it's our experience. I know there's a lot of studies around this behavioral finance that, you know, people are two times more adverse to losses mm-hmm. than they are to, focusing on some sort of growth. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've been in situations too, where you meet somebody that is already financially independent and maybe they don't know it or they're financially <laughs> independent and they're focused down here on the weeds on decisions. And that's, it's okay to do that, but we're maybe not focused on the really big picture things that now are afforded to you, the doors that are open to, you know, your next level of purpose in life because you yeah. are financially independent. So I think it's really important for people to define it. You know, let's quantify it through a planning process, but um, reducing the stress is a big one. And then kind of having the context for what the next conversation is, is, is equally important to me too. Yeah. And, and one of the things that just popped into my head too, and, and thinking back to one of our previous podcasts of the, what will I do all day that the, the book about right. retirement, 
and maybe for the the example you used of you know not knowing that you're financially independent at a certain point there could be a, a potential scenario where going through that process of like what will what will i do if if i'm financially independent and i don't have to go to work well then what what am i going to do what what will i do to fill my time what gives me satisfaction and that itself could be a uh maybe not stressful but like a void of, of really not knowing. And that could be its own reason why you're still continuing just to yeah. go to work, do the, do the things that are just part of your regular habits and schedule, because that is comfortable. Yeah. So I think if I could kind of button this all up into one conversation, I know, and it's rightly so that when people would look at Adam and Ben, certified financial planners, podcast on financial planning, there's going to be a lot of math involved. Mm-hmm. I think this concept of financial independence Certainly there's modeling that's going to help us determine that, but it really does. This topic is so much more to me about desired end state. It's answering questions that maybe people haven't thought about. Again, what am I going to do all day? Why does money matter to me? You know, if I had only one year, three years to live, like how am I spending my time? That I think frames so much more the purpose behind (laughs) money and what you're trying to get to than some sort of model that I can show you that here's what you got to save to get to this number. And we don't know why. Right. Yeah. Ultimately money is that is the means to the end. And part of what we need to know is what is that end? What's, what's the purpose and let's, let's align these things together. Yeah. Well put. So hopefully this resonated with people, you know, certainly the concept of financial independence, I think is something that everybody should try to think about what it means for them. Yeah. If you need help with that, that's why we're here. Absolutely. All right. Good, sir. Have a All wonderful, right. wonderful day and weekend. You too. And everybody out there listening, you too. <laughs> Hope we didn't get my bald spot on that. <laughs> you and I both. All right. Take care. See ya.